Good evening, friends. Happy to be back again tonight to minister again. We are very happy for the results of last week's services and how our Heavenly Father has blessed in such a great way. Many of them has already given in their testimony. Some colored lady just come running up just now and placed a testimony or something in my hands that I was healed. And, and I see different ones that tell me about in their letters come in of how uh, different afflictions has left their body. We're so happy because that our Lord is here to, to make Himself known to the people by healing their bodies, forgiving their sins. And we trust that the next days of this meeting will be more than what the first uh, part of the, this last week was. May God grant it to all. And we're happy to be here in the city and knowing that other great campaigns are going on in the city. We pray for each of them that God will, will work great wonders in their meetings also. We've been trying to get out a little early each night so that we can give the people an opportunity. Many of them have to go to work. And after being here for two weeks before and speaking many things that the Lord did and giving testimonies, speaking on the word, I feel that all's about necessary now is to be praying for the sick people. And last night we had a glorious night of cripples and them out of the wheelchairs and things being delivered. That was what many people term uh, the evidence of, of a miracle. Uh, not altogether, that isn't right. Anything that's contrary to... Um, to the regular run of anything, the run of nature or something, is a miracle. Jesus healed a boy one time by, he spoke a word to his father, and the next day the boy's fever left him that day, and he began to amend, and the Bible called it a miracle. This is again the second miracle Jesus did when he came into Galilee. First he turned the water to wine. Now, that water would have been wine someday anyhow, perhaps, but it'll have to go through the regular procedure, going up into the grapevine, coming out into the grape, and being brought back, and so forth like that. Jesus just bypassed all that because he was a God of nature. He just bypassed the vine and everything and made the water right into wine because he had the control of all things. Didn't have to be distilled or however they make wine, I don't know, but... They, anyhow, he just turned it right into wine there. And uh, that was uh, uh, what we would call a miracle. And then the next thing he did was to just speak a word. The man was trying to get him to come pray for someone. He said, go your way. My son liveth. And the next day his father come to the place where he is home in his own country. And he met one of his servants and he said, thy son liveth. He said, uh, what time did he begin to amend? He said, about a certain hour yesterday. And Jesus, uh, the man knew it. That was the hour that Jesus said, thy son liveth. And himself believed. He believed what Jesus said. And he said, this is the second miracle. When the fever began to leave. So we're happy that our Lord is working miracles all over the world. 
I just heard a sailor boy on the radio a few moments ago. I tried to get this temple over here, the uh, Evangelist or Angelus Temple. Uh, they have religious program all the time, and I have a little radio I pack along with me for that purpose, especially when I come out here. And uh, I was hearing on a radio from broadcasting down to some center down here that a sailor boy that just come back from overseas or something and said, and in Korea and different places having a great revival. Oh my, isn't that marvelous? Our Lord is coming back to earth again. All nature is groaning for that day of sweet release. Sitting at a table here some time ago with some fine Armenian friends of mine up in Fresno. I was very thin then. A lady wanted to help me and she come out and she said, Brother Branham, take these. And it was medicine and I looked at it and I said, well, thank you. I didn't want her feeling about it. And I said, I don't take much medicines. I said, I, and I said, it's all right. I said, all right. And there said a doctor sitting right there by my side. He said, let me see what it is. And he looked over and it was some kind of a vitamin. And the doctor said, Brother Branham said, that's not a medicine, so that's a vitamin. I said, well, not, see, it's all right. I said, medicine's okay. And I said, I don't mean to disregard anything that'll help anybody. No, sir. I, anything that'll help you, I'm for that. That's right. That's mercy. And um, I said, uh, I don't disregard it as medicine. If it was medicine, anyhow, he said, but here's what it is, Brother Branham. He said, our land has become so poor, all the vitamins pulled out to us, artificially fertilized and things, that when we eat, we don't get the right amount of vitamin, no matter how much we eat. It's just book. And said, so we don't get the vitamin, and everyone should take those vitamins. You see, the grounds wore out. Everything's just, it's just the end, isn't it? That's right. It's just the end. That's right. Looks like the old world's a reeling in home. One of these days... There'll be a big atomic or hydrogen explosion somewhere. I'll start a relay of that chain of items of splitting. And I don't know what I'm, maybe what I'm talking about, but I feel that somewhere in there she'll be destroyed again by fire. And 10, I say 500 years from tonight, this little group that's sitting here will be somewhere. That's right. And wherever we are then... We'll be where we'll have to be to spend eternity. And tonight it may be a decision time and the last time that some of us will have to make our decision. Let's make it tonight in the one who, the only man who ever proved that what he was. We have many great religions in the world, uh, philosophers and so forth, Confucius and Mohammed and different ones, and at the grave of Mohammed for... 2,000 years now, they've led a white horse daily, expecting him to rise and get on it and ride away to victory and ride the world down. But he died and he's laying in the grave. Confucius, the great Chinese philosopher and the founder of the Buddha religion and so forth of all those religions, they're all dead and gone. But there's only one man who says, I have power to lay my life down and take it up again. And he proved that he had the Jewish diction over death. His followers coming down from the great St. Paul, when death strikes them, there, I've seen them many times, their eyes are glant, glazed, look like, shine like an angel, scream, oh, death, where is thy sting? 
Grave, where is thy victory? But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the one that I've got my confidence in tonight. He's the one that I love. And I know you love him too. So let's worship him with all of our heart. It's my lot tonight to bring this part of the ministry as his servant here that is where his other servants are all over the world. His gospels went around the world. And I'm here tonight to try with all my heart to bring the facts of a risen Jesus Christ in the the midst of this audience to you people. Please receive him and believe that his words are true. Now in here his written word. Bring forth of its kind if you just receive it in your heart and believe it. You can't, you might read the word and be such a scholar to you know all the, the ins and outs of the word, but that will never do no, you no good until it first becomes quickened to you. See? And if you only know one word and it's quickened, that's what you need. It's just one word. Jesus spake the word, He sent His word and healed Him. And I believe as if I could give an illustration so the children might understand. Let's take him speaking yonder 2,000 years ago. And there, them words are floating through the air. I raise up this Bible and they hit against the side of the Bible. And I turn them around his words. If you could tune down some kind of an instrument that would pick up his words that he spoke literally. You could hear it coming through a television set or something of 2,000 years ago. When he was here, it would be just like it is here on this book. See, his voice would only be the different. want to be audible, and this is the written word. Believe it. It's the foundation of all Christianity and our hope of life after this life is over. Now, I wish to read some out of this word in the fifth chapter of St. Luke. And you who want to mark it down, we'd be happy if you wanted to do it. <clears throat> it's just a little... A scripture here that Jesus Christ was getting someone ready for a great ministry. And the husbandmen must be partakers of the fruit. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down for the draw. Simon answering said unto him, Master, we've toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I'll let down the net. And when he had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their nets break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down on at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the draught of the fish which he had taken. And so 
was also James, John, the sons of Zedebi, and the partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto them, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch man. We bow our heads just a moment for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, oh, how would I like to have been standing in that little ship that day to see you as you sat there and spake to the people on the bank. They all listened. I can see the ladies and the brethren all standing there listening to you. And to hear you say to that old fisherman, now launch out into the deep and let down. You're going to take up lots of fishes. Now the only thing he know to do is to take your word. And to see the joy and expression on their faces when they begin to pull a little. And then a great tub came that enclosed the fishes. And we thank thee that thou tonight by taking you at your word will always produce what you said it would do. And we're happy for that. And now, Lord, bless this audience tonight. Forgive us of our sins and trespasses. We would not forget the other services that's going on across the nation. Our beloved brother Freeman and over at the Angelus Temple and the other people around over the city that's holding healing services and religious services tonight. In thy name, remember my little church at home, Lord. It's about time the altar calls are coming on now. God bless our brother who's given the service there. Up at Brother Hall's church in many different places. Just remember us all. Our poor boys out there in Korea tonight. Poor kids. Little fellows, some of them just boys. Many old mother down on her knees now praying. God, how they'd like to be home with us. How they'd like to come back. Oh, Father, we know that you'll gather someday when the rulers of this world are put out and our Christ takes over the kingdom. Then we shall have everlasting peace and it'll study war no more. Oh, God, help us to prepare ourselves tonight for that kingdom. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Sometimes I wish I just strong enough I could just never had to leave a service to stay right in. I just feel so happy to be among people and to pray with them and know that something might be done that would help somebody along. <clears throat> On the scripture tonight, Jesus was trying to teach the Apostle Peter how to take his word. Now, sometimes it's at the, when you're absolutely at the end of the rope when he speaks to you. As I was speaking this afternoon of the Hebrew children, they were right in the fiery furnace before the Lord ever moved a hand. But he's always on time. Now, the apostle had probably, they were fishermen and they all all know how to fish and what kind of water to fish in. They were Galileans who was raised there on the lake Galilee. If God being willing, before 19 and 52 rolls around, I want to stand right on this spot where this was, this Christ was in Galilee. Brother Petrus of the Stockholm Church of Sweden come over and visit us in Phoenix. And 
how they sent out a million Bibles to those Jews down there to come up out of Arabia and around who never even know Jesus is on the earth. And they sent a million New Testaments down there. The church didn't distribute them among the people who wrote in the Hebrew language. And many of those Jews who used to look magazine how they still plow with old wooden plows, they read that and they said, Well, let us see him do the sign of a prophet. And we'll believe him. We'll accept him as the Messiah if we can see him do a prophet's sign. Oh, my. I just hope God lets me get over there. I hope they still have that in their mind. He is the prophet. Yes, let them bring their sick or needy or whatever it is up. Any of their rabbis or whatever it might be. Our Heavenly Father's Spirit is still here on the earth. And he'll reveal any secret of their heart. He knows all about them. Then I hope that I, when you hear from the voice of healing in different ways here that I've gone overseas and in Jerusalem, will you all promise you pray for me? And down in Africa, we're going way out there among those natives and those tribes out there that hardly are civilized maybe. And way back in those jungles where those missionaries just fought to win the prize and sail through bloody seas. Oh, how they went in there with nothing and had to almost fight their way in. Not long ago, one was speaking in a little tabernacle on. He had a coat. And he, how God, he gave his testimony of how God had marvelously sent him over there. And used to be, I didn't think much about missionary. Well, I thought the home folks here, and I do love the home folks, but oh my, those poor people where you've got preachers everywhere and they're dying to hear the word. And this man said, he was telling the story, he said, God put it upon his heart to go. He didn't know how he was going. He needed $500. He was in Brooklyn. He was preaching in a little mission. And some lady, rich lady, was going down to deposit uh, some money in the bank from her husband's business. $500, and she heard him preaching. She'd come across the street to listen. And he never said nothing about the $500. But at the end of the service, she walked up. She said, Sir, I don't know what's happened to me. But said, I was taking $500 down to the bank, but God told me to come give it to you. <laughs> there it is. When God's moving, God will break the way and make it right. He wept, he said bitterly, he said, oh God, how I thank you, how he's able to put it upon the people's hearts. If he's sending you, he'll make a way for you. And there, he taken it, the money, and they worked their way over on a fruit ship, and he was going to some island, I forget just where it was, way down in there, where a lot of headhunters, and people who had not become civilized yet to Christianity and so forth, and they... They were very fond of dog meat. They'd take the dog and beat it till it beat in a pot and then they'd sit down and eat it. So they wore bones in their ears and so forth. And then he said they had a lot of these big crocodiles and things around in this part of the country where he was. said he, they couldn't let him off right at the place where he wanted to go. And they put him in a boat. His wife and he and one, the, and he had a quartet, and the other one of the boys of the quartet was his own son. Said they had a great big image, a devil, sitting out there on a rock. They called it the devil rock. And said when these people, when they started through, said there's many of those great crocodile and things along the banks. 
and said they begin to scream out to this devil rock to turn their boat over. He said, Brother Branham, said, I don't know how much you believe this, but said our boat began rocking. Now look, a, a devil is a power. That's right. Now I believe just as much a personal devil as I know there's a God. There's, cause God said there was. And there the boat began to rock and he said, my wife, got off of the seat back there in the stern and slipped down, raised up her hands and said, Father, dear, you sent us over here. Now help us, will you? Said they come on by the rock, went on to the shore and said when they landed, said all there was, all of the natives was down there and they was making a big scream and beating those tom-toms and things. Said after a bit while they heard him screaming again and they were Screaming to this rock to turn over these boys that were coming somewhat hundred yards behind them coming in and said, Brother Branham, their boat turned over. A crocodile turned their boat over something out there and there was their boys right out there among those crocodiles. And the mother started weeping in the church when they was telling it. She said, Oh, I just knew that they just pulled those boys apart. And said, Dad and I put our arms around one another and fell down on the bank and began screaming to God with all of our heart to save our boys and know that God had sent us down there and said, these people went into a frantic, cutting themselves and everything because their God had overcome their God seemingly. And they were screaming and jumping around and said, expecting any time to feel a big uh, uh, stone hammer maybe to mash through their skull and kill them. As it was kneeling there praying, said all at once everything got quiet. They didn't know what would happen. Said they listened closely and all the thing they could hear them was the waves coming to the shore. Said directly they began to hear some singing. And they looked out and said these boys were lined up. And every one of them perfectly in harmony, swimming right through those crocodiles singing, Rock of ages, clap for me, let me hide. Myself in thee. I'm telling you, brother, the same God that could close the lion's mouth and the Dan with Daniel can crawl close the crocodile's mouth. He's the same God today that he was back in those days. Yes, he is. Then he said when they was converted, they, and people prayed day and night. Just happy. And he was back then taking up money and I'd give him all I had. I'd try to build a little church down there and so forth. They got them started. And how they prayed and God gave them rain and what all more things had taken place in there. Oh, what a truth it is to go into work for our Lord in other fields. Peter here, I can imagine seeing the people press upon him to hear the word of God that came from his lips. He didn't speak like an ordinary man. He was a great, he's, he might not have been so forceful. But his words had such a weight that people loved him. There was something different. I can imagine seeing the Apostle Peter sitting down there on a chunk. He'd toiled all night and hadn't taken any fish and had washed their nets out and sat down discouraged. He was sitting down there maybe and said, well, here comes that, that preacher, divine healer. We'll see what he says. And as Jesus began to speak, I can see the Apostle moving up just a little closer, a little closer to hear what he had to say. And after a while... Jesus looked at him, barred his boat and stepped out in it. And Jesus never bars nothing unless he pays you back double for what he uses. If you've got a little faith, let him have it a while. He'll make it great. 
That's right. Like the fishes in the little boy's hand. It's just, he could only fed him. But in Jesus' hand, it fed 5,000. It may be a little thing with you, but just give it over to him and watch him bless it and bless others with it. And what little faith you have tonight, give it over to him and he'll bless it. And he'll use it for his glory. Then, as he moved out, Jesus said, Now launch out into the deep and let down for the draw. So he let down the net. He said, Now, Lord, we're fishermen. We know what's, what the signs are right. And now we've fished all night and haven't taken anything. But at thy word, I'm just going to let down the net. See, there it is. No matter how much you've tried, at thy word. No matter how many times the doctor has told you you can't get well, at thy word, Lord, I'm going to let down the net now. Say, Brother Branham, I've been sick for 25 years. Sarah was barren for 90, too. But at God's word, she taken his word. See, no matter what it is, you take his word. There's never been a baby born in this world without an earthly father. But Mary, when the angel met her, she said, Behold the hands made of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. She took God at his word. You take him at his word. The Hebrew children take him at his word. And everyone that's ever mounted to anything in life, take him at his word. Warriors, George Washington, one of the fathers of our country. Abraham Lincoln turned his face to the setting of the sun and said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Long ago, I guess I told you, but it's in a Colosseum. I've seen the dress where that man's blood poured out. There's an old colored man walking around there, just a little rim of white hair on the back of his head. I've seen him. He's looking for something. All at once he jumped. The tears rolled down his cheeks and he looked down. He, he started saying a prayer, praying like that. And I watched him a little bit. I touched him after he got through praying. I said, Uncle, I said, I'm a minister. And I was wondering why you were so, so excited. What made you say the prayer? He said, is you a minister? And I said, he said, look right down here. And I looked down there. All the thing I seen was a little old dress laying there. He said, but Reverend, across here is where a slave belt went one time. He said, and that's the blood of Abraham Lincoln. And said, the, that blood is what taken that slave belt off of me. But no wonder I can say a prayer. And I thought, oh God, I just shocked. I stepped back. I thought, if the blood of Abraham Lincoln would excite a colored man to free him from slavery, what ought the blood of Jesus Christ to do? What respects ought we ought to have for that precious blood? Oh my. How that God wants to bless us tonight. Now, my dear Christian friend, you're here because... I don't believe any of you come for curiosity. If you come expecting to find something that just don't look right to you, Satan will show you that. And if you come expecting to find something to bless your soul, I believe God will show that to you. I, I believe if you come to be healed and really mean it in your heart that you want to believe Him as your healer tonight, God will let you. I believe you'll have these cripples here walking like He did those last night. I believe he'll, he'll do that. And how many of you believe in divine healing and knows that God heals? It? Oh, we all do. And now, I trust that something will be done the last few nights. How many here is for your first time? Let's see your hands. My, such a group for their first time. We're happy to have them, aren't we? Let's give them a little hand like this and say, we're happy to have you. And I prayed 
I trust that the Holy Spirit will let you know also that that we're we're happy to have you. And we're going to have three more nights of service if the Lord permits. And I don't want to stay too long here. And Brother Freeman just across the way there for one thing. And uh, another thing is, is I got to go into another meeting pretty soon. And you're going to have another brother. I don't know him, but he's a brother. Uh, I believe, what was his name? Brother King. And um, he's going to be here. And I don't know. Does he pray for the sick too? He prays for the sick also. And God bless Brother King and give him a great meeting here is my prayer. And just keep moving on and believing God. And if you have no, no other services, why well, we invite you out for tomorrow night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. For the last few nights, I have been trying the last two or three nights by request that we just... My way of praying for the sick is to bring them to the platform and sit down or look at them and talk to them and let them and let the Holy Spirit reveal to me what's their life and what's wrong with them and what's caused the ailments and so forth. And that's and then what is whether they're going to be well or not or what's going to happen. And you see, stranger, if the Holy Spirit knows what they have done and brings that to them. Now, listen real close. Now, if you come here and the Holy Spirit reveals something to you that's been back in your life and speaks something another to you, and you know definitely that that's the truth. Now, that's bound to bring you to a realization that some supernatural operation of some supernatural being is near. Is that right? I just want to check this with you. Is that right? We all know that. Now... You, you have to believe that. Now, you don't have to believe it's God. But I, I, I hope that you do. I, I trust that you do. And do you believe that Jesus Christ promised these things would be done? Now, thank you for that. I, I appreciate you. There's one thing about California people. I want to say this. I... Uh, I'm, I'll be afraid to say how many is from Oklahoma or Arkansas because the last time I asked them is just about all of them are from Oklahoma or Arkansas. And I heard they called them Okies and Arkies. And so I know this congregation is made up quite a bit of them. But after all, that's America, how we're all made all together. But in this city here, you, you do have many funny ideas on religion. That's all right. I seen a man today with whole lots of great big uh, hair and big beard and just had on a little bit of pair of trunks going down the street making all kinds of signs. Said it was a religious man. Well, that's all right. See, if he wants to do that, that's up to him. See, that's up to him. That's why we're America here. Every man at the dictates of his own conscience. I'm happy for that. That man, Jesus Christ, I'm not the man's judge. No, sir. I can't judge no man, or neither can you. That's right. Neither can you. Jesus Christ said God would judge us all. So we might be judged with the same judgment we judge by. So I say, if the brother is wrong, God forgive him and forgive me too. <laughs> See, uh, Both of us can get in. That's what I want to do. Both of us, all of us c- come home to glory. And it... I believe that all that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and are born again of the Spirit of God will go in. I I believe that. That's my own thought. And the other things outside of that may be a little different. You might want to uh, 
Well, you might want to do one thing and then another, but that's secondarily. Those things you ought to argue about. Christians in one fellowship, they ought to believe with one heart. As long as we're Christians, we're born in the kingdom of God, we become brothers and sisters. Now, I've got nine brothers, and there's none of them that agrees with me on many things. But that doesn't keep us from being brothers. Now, that's all right. But one thing about you, you're free-hearted, kind, good, cooperative, and one of the nicest people to behave yourself in the meetings that I've seen anywhere. That's right. Of you people right here in California. And I'm going to disagree with a great teacher on this coast here. And when I first come over here out of my own church that I was ordained in, I said, Brother Branham, you'll never get nobody to come listen to you on the coast. <laughs> but he was wrong. <laughs> he was wrong. I said, Brother dear, God will recognize his gifts. I don't care where they are. He'll testify of them anywhere. And he said he didn't think so, but God has proved it. And it's right. And I'm coming right back again, right out here to Orange County for another two weeks meeting right out here at Orange County. I don't know just what the spot Brother Hall can tell you. And it, Posta. Posta Mesa. <laughs> you heard what he said, didn't you? <laughs> Costa Mesa. That means in Spanish, a, a table on the coast. Well, we go to have that. <laughs> that table spread out there where all the saints of God, I hope, will be fed by the powers of God. And Costa Mesa. I'm getting pretty good. I can speak Spanish too, can I? <laughs> I only heard one word in Spanish, and that was, I learned, that was Aya. A lot of deaf people come up and they told me, to say, Aya means hear me. <laughs> Aya. I believe that might be wrong. Is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I even had that wrong. And over in Finland, the only thing that I learned was Humelan Rauha. Now, there's a Finnish person sitting here. What does that mean? That's exactly right. God's peace upon you. Humelan Rauha. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, amen. That's the greatest word that I, I know of. God bless you. I don't know nothing greater to say to anybody than God bless you. Oh, if he blesses me, that's all I want. Isn't that you? That's right. God bless you. And over in Sweden, I learned one word. That was tuck. That means thank you. <laughs> tuck. <laughs> they say tuck amikia, twos and tucks or something, a thousand thanks or tucks amikias. Thank you much and so forth. But I, that lady used to try to talk to me out there where they made a Bethany up there near the Russian border. We hear the Russian guns fire. And she would try to talk to me, just explain something, and she'd turn around and say something to the interpreter. She said, I don't like those people babbling. <laughs> they cause the language to be confused, you see. She just wanted to talk so bad and couldn't talk, so I couldn't understand her. She could do all the talking she wanted to, but I couldn't understand her. Now, if the Holy Spirit comes into our meetings and vindicates His presence, look how simple it is, dear friends. Here was a man sitting here the other night. His arm was paralyzed for I don't know how long, hanging down like this. And while I was teaching, he listened close. When the Holy Spirit come down and vindicated what I said was the truth, the man just stretched forth his hand and was made whole. I wonder if the man's in the building tonight, if he is, if he's standing near or here or whether he was a stranger. Many of you seen him, is that right? If uh, he is, stand forth. All right. How many seen him? Let's see your hands. All right. And many others and... And our dear brother, the congressman, is here with us again tonight who had been a cripple 66 years. How many never did see Congressman Upshaw? 
from the Congress. Let's see your hand. How many know that he'd been a cripple for 66 years, was an invalid, and while he was moved here in the building, I seen a vision out here, and I never seen or heard of the man in my life. I seen the vision, seen what was going to happen, told him, God healed him right there. Would you stand up? There's Congressman Upshaw. Walk down through the aisle, will you, Congressman? Walk, walk down that way just a little bit so the people can see you walking. He is a cripple for 66 years. Let us give God praise everywhere. Our, our dear brother run for president in 1926. He laid on a wheelchair and a bed made specially and sent, I forget how many children through college. He did, that man. And he fell, and I seen him fall when he was a little bitty boy, 17 years old, hurt his back, paralyzed in his spine. And standing here, when I looked and seen him heal, pronounced it, and up went the man, away went crutches and everything, and there he is. And that was in the last meeting. Amen. There he is yet. Jesus Christ, the same. Yes. And that man is 88 years old. Oh, isn't he wonderful, the Lord Jesus? We just love him with all of our heart. A man of 88, glorifying God. One of America's great outstanding man. One King George of England. God bless you, Congressman. Leaning on the everlasting arm. Amen. Leaning on the everlasting arm. No. When, Conger, when George, King George of England, when a man at, over at, Saint, or at uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, sitting in a wheelchair, paralyzed from his waist down, a bed patient, ten years, multiple cirrhosis. And I was preaching. Some of his people tried to lift him up. He wanted to touch my trouser legs. And, I, and they couldn't even get him to me. They, they formed a line of ushers and they, people were jumping over the ushers like that, getting up. Wonderful, marvelous. That was a home of Paul Rader, B.E. Rediger, and them old daddies back under that preached divine healing. And while I was standing there, I said, just set him down a minute. I said, look this way, sir. And he looked up that way. I said, you've been a bed patient 10 years. You own a certain business that does this, sir. I said, that's right, Brother Branham. I said, how did you know that? I said, I see a vision. You do the most of your work from a bed. They have a special bed. They raise you up in. You have your typewriter. I said, that's right. Exactly right. I said, you've prayed much and told him what had happened. He said, that's right. I turned around like this. I looked going along through there, and there went a man right over top of the people's head going walking, like that walking out. I said, sir, God has heard your prayer. He's healed you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, stand on your feet. Right up he went. Down through the audience of people swaying and dropping everywhere. About that time, an old man laying there with his hands shaking like that, paralyzed. No, he had arthritis. His hands had done got knots on them. I know there's some connection because this man run back and started hugging him. I looked down at scene of vision. I said, you, lay, you live on a farm, don't you, sir? He said, I do. I said, you've been paralyzed or in that condition there, crippled up for many years. He said, that's right, sir. He said, oh, what can I do? I said, I don't know, sir. The vision has stopped. I looked back and started to speak again. This man just taking the house and everybody's screaming and going on. I looked back again. I seen that man sitting on a tractor, driving along, waving his hand. I said, Jesus Christ has healed you, my brother. Stand on your feet. Up he got. There he went. I've got a letter a photostatic copy of it at home. Where that that man, the one with the multiple cirrhosis, about three years 
ran and he jumped off of the tractor, run through the field. They grabbed one another up their arms and lifted each other up and down, praising God. He was a friend to the king's private secretary, King George of England. Coming into the Jeffersonville office there came a cablegram from King George of England, Brother Branham. I understand through my secretary that one of his friends was healed with multiple cirrhosis. I desire of you to come pray for me that our Lord Jesus will heal me. And I know the angel of God which said you'll pray for kings and monarchs, great men. I asked him if I could go. Now King George of England is healed of multiple cirrhosis. He's well. He's a well man. His ulcers is gone. Oh, my amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. I think of a time coming down through Louisville, Kentucky, fielding along a stone wall, big glasses over my eyes. I couldn't see where I was going. Someone walked up to me and said, Do you believe Jesus Christ can heal you? Oh, my. Tonight my eyes are 2020. I could read newspaper print five feet away from me. What was it? The power of resurrected Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, which is in our presence now. Certainly He is. Oh, Christian people, talk about a day of Pentecost. What could happen in this building tonight would make that look little back there. That is true. Oh, if you could just get with one accord. Have one alternative. That is to see God glorified. When Jesus is here on earth. Now I know a lot of people said I was a spiritualist and a medium and I was mental telepathy. And anyone with good common sense knows better than that. Amen. That shows that there's a mental deficiency of those people that think that. that that's right. <laughs> Not long ago in a certain meeting in Cleveland, Brother Hall was at the meeting. A doctor came into the meeting. He said, oh, it's mental telepathy. He said, he said, I told one of the ladies that just been healed. She said, oh, that brother's doing miracles in the name of the Lord Jesus. He said, well, I want to see him. He said, what do you want to see him for? He said, I got something wrong with my leg. I said, doctor, it's not your leg, it's your head. What's wrong down there? I said, that's right. Yes, sir. Talk about mental telepathy. My it's the power of Jesus Christ and His promise by His Word that He said He'd do these things in the last days and they're here to vindicate His presence. Amen. Do you believe that? No, sir. He was called a spiritualist and a medium too. That is true. Called Beelzebub. One time there was a man came to him by the name of Philip. And he got saved. He went and got his brother Nathaniel. And when he told him, he said, come see who I found, who Moses, the law spoke of, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, could anything good come out of Nazareth? A little critical. He said, you come and see. And when he got down there to him, he's maybe Jesus having a prayer line, praying for the sick. He's seen Nathaniel coming up. He said, behold, an Israelite in whom there is no guile. Went ahead and he said, whence knowest thou me, rabbi or master, reverend, whatever you want to say, teacher? And he said, before Philip called you when you were under the tree, he said, you're the son of God, the king of Israel. And he fell down and worshipped him, become a disciple. Is that right? Now, what if he'd walk away and say, I, you know, that's mental telepathy. I've got to study that thing out. You'll never figure God out, so you might as well forget about it now. You've got to believe it. God is not knowing. 
No other way but by faith. You have to accept it. Then there was a woman coming out from the well to get some water about 11 o'clock in the day. Probably she had been out all night and didn't get up early enough. Or maybe she was ashamed of herself. She didn't go out with the respectable ladies. But she came to get some water from the well. And when she did, why, there Jesus was sitting at the well. And she came up. He spoke to her and said, bring me a drink. She said, it's not customary for you to... He talked to her a little while. And he said one word, go get your husband. She said, I don't have any husband. He said, you've had five. She said, I perceive that you're a prophet. She went into the city and said, come and see a man that told me all the things I ever done. See? Now Jesus said, these things that I do shall you also. And greater in this, or not greater, but more of them shall you do. Because I go to my Father. Do you believe that? That's a promise, is it? And when Jesus was here healing the people, listen closely, we're going to call a prayer line. When Jesus is here healing the people, he said he did it that it might fulfill the word of God. Is that true? Now I want to ask you, since that time down to this time, I've never seen or never knew of this spirit being in the world. Never read of it, of any book or anything, teachers and so forth. It's the hour for it to be here at the church. That's right. Here it is. It's here in vindication. It's here in regards to God's Word to fulfill what Jesus said would come to pass. Now, it's moving on. While it's here, you receive it, believe it, accept it. Say, God, I believe you with all my heart. And he speaks of Jesus. Jesus is the one. Jesus is the one paid the price. He's the only one can heal you. You just have faith in him and believe it. And this angel of God vindicates that he is here. His presence is here. And his word is being fulfilled. Do you believe it? Amen. God bless you. Now we... Is Billy Paul near now to see how many cards they give out? My boy, if he's near. All right. While he's coming, I wish to say these words. That I suppose he give out 50 cards, probably, in the service this afternoon. Now, while we're waiting on him, let's just uh, have a few of the people that's got maybe uh, some certain diseases or got prayer cards or so-and-so. They'd like to be... How many's already seen the discernment? So let's see how many's already knows that that's true, that it sits right here, tells the people the secrets of their hearts the things that they've done way back in their life and so forth. Is that right? Tells them all about their lives and so forth. Now, we know that that is true. Is there anybody here that's got a prayer card that's going to be prayed for tonight that has never seen the, the discernments of the Spirit of the Lord? Nobody. All right, then, you're the ones that's the ones that's to believe. You're the ones to, to take on to believe. Has anybody found out where the boy is at yet? <laughs> We have to kind of put a bell around him, won't we? <laughs> Did someone wake him up? <laughs> his face turning red now. <laughs> he's an Irishman, too, <laughs> although his mother was a German. Billy, we know a lot on him, too. He was born on 
Friday the 13th at 3 o'clock in the evening. We was going to call him Jinx. <laughs> we don't believe in that, do we, son? <laughs> no, we, his mother was a German, and I was Irish, so he said we'd call him Heine Michael. <laughs> but God had us to call him Billy Paul from his father and the great Saint Paul the Apostle. And I'm happy tonight that I believe that with all my heart now that God's going to send my boy into the ministry, into the fields to win souls for him. I've just brought him from the regular high school and putting him now in a college, a Christian college, first before this, this he was converted recently, came in, um, he's wanting to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. and. I want him to get that. That seals him away in the kingdom of God then. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed until the day of your redemption. And in the last days, there's going to be two classes of people. Them that has the seal, and the others will have the mark of the beast. That's right. So the seal of God is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4.30. Is that right? The seal of God. All right. Now, most everybody here has seen... The discernments of the spirits of how that the Holy Spirit does these things. And I've tried to um, keep myself from it tonight uh, to see if we could keep from having that if possible. But God knows all about your hearts. He knows every one of you. And the only difference it does when you call the people up here, it gives them a present contact. Did you ever, have you noticed their faces when they would come up here when the anointing was on? When the anointing was on. Now, I'll tell you what happens. How many have seen the picture of the angel of the Lord where it's been tested over there? Just very few. How many has not seen it? Let's see your hands. Never seen the picture of it. Well, my, I guess we're completely out of them long ago. And the picture of it, scientifically proven by scientists. That's right, the best that we have. Ma'am. Sister Cox wants to be prayed for now. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray Thee to be merciful to our dear sister just now. Grant just now for her healing. May the Holy Spirit come upon this woman. We know that she does a great work here with her husband working for you, singing and teaching and doing many things around the church here. We feel that she's worthy of this blessing that we're asking. Lord, your servant, with my hands up on her, I ask that this will be the turning time right now. From this hour on, may it leave her and never return again. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. God bless you, Sister God. Let us say praise be to God for leaving. His, I'm praying for her brought that spirit down on me and I say, say it comes down I believe I'll call just two or three out of the audience will you be uh, reverent while it's here I didn't I was trying to keep away from that but maybe the Lord had something else different let's just call maybe a, a certain prayer cards go get me a prayer card how many is there along there I see you all with the prayer cards how, is it from one to fifty and wise Wise, one to fifty, I thought. 
All right, wise one. Bring me, let's start, let's bring me number three. Number three prayer card. Who's got number three? And then we'll take another number way over in the, somewhere, maybe get two or three. Anybody with prayer card number three? All right. Come ahead, lady, if you have prayer card number three. And, and let this lady come up on the platform. Just a moment. Now, while the anointing is there, everybody reverent. While she's coming. I, I wish you just know how this feels here. What a, what a feeling. Uh, a great supernatural feeling. I'm going to... Just maybe I can stand up for a few minutes. That's all right. Here's what happens, friends. Now, right now, God who... Loves us all. That being, that's one. I, I, you may not be able to see it, but something's happened to me. I, I feel it. I feel different. Kind of strange feeling of awe and reverence. And it's here now, and there's not a thing but what he knows about. He knows all things. He'll reveal it to me just as he'll let me know it. All right. You bring the lady on Now this lady here is just one we'll call maybe another number or two out in the audience. I don't don't motion here, hold your card to me. I don't know what I don't want to know that, see. How do you do, sister? I want you to come just a little close. You had the prayer card number three, is that right? And uh, do you love our Lord Jesus? Do you believe that he is near? Yes. You do. Uh, that uh, feeling. Now, audience, that's what I want you to get at. Watch the people when they come. When this is anointing like this. See? Now, I don't know nothing about the lady. Now, what am I trying to do now? God knows I know nothing about that woman. Only thing that I know is she's a lady standing there. She was called by a number on a prayer card. This happened to come up here. You don't even have to have your prayer card. You know that. My, hardly any of them last evening had prayer cards. The prayer card just keep everybody from rushing up at once so they can be in order and have some kind of a system to it. And uh, now that's near. Now in a few minutes, uh, if, it were, if it does, I don't know it will. If it does, you'll see it. It'll move down over me. Now it's, it's here now, real close. Now the one that does that speaking is majestic. It's right here near. I don't see it. I have seen it. Hundreds and thousands have seen it. But now, it knows just what's wrong with her. It's the Spirit of God. The same pillar of fire that led the children of Israel is right in our midst now. Now, if it does, now if someone don't get in line out there, there's so many people trying to believe now. And now, but you watch her, just what takes place now. Now, I want you to talk to me, sister, so that I'll be able to see just what's wrong. Now, I, I can't heal you. You understand that. You, you know that, sister. It's the, it's the Lord Jesus. You're Spanish, I suppose. Italian. And are, do you believe him now with all your heart? With all your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you and I are you American-born here? You're born from across the sea. Well, you from across the sea and me over here, it has to be some, 
something in other contact. Is that right? Yes, sir. Now, this that you feel is the Spirit of the Lord. And now I'll have to let him do the speaking. Of course, you being the first patient, it may be just a little strange for a moment, you see. But who you I see that there's been a great change in you and your nerve condition in the last year or so. Isn't that right? You begin to get extremely nervous. Isn't that right? And now that you might know what that is, it's a, it's a strange feeling. It, it strikes you it's spasmly like. It'll strike one time, then it'll be off. You'll feel good. Then you'll, is that right? I see you. I see you where you're standing. And where you, you, you pray about it. Sometimes when it hits you, you try to go and pray. Isn't that right? I've seen you with a light looking like dress on. And then you are, you're, there's something wrong with liver too, isn't it? Don't you have a liver trouble? Isn't that? Yes. Uh-huh. It comes down and that is right. And you have something wrong in the, and you, well, you're just a, almost a wreck, aren't you? Don't you have a hernia also? Isn't that right? Both sides are hernied. Isn't that right? Yes, ma'am. I'll call, yes, ma'am. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. You, uh, but you've tried so hard. I see you've been prayed for from this, and it seems to get no results. Isn't that right? Maybe. Yes. Now, I want you to come here just a minute. Now, sister, I, I'm, I'm here to try to help you. And I, I want to help you. And the only thing that I can do now is, Jesus said, if ye believe that I'm able to do this, and do you believe now that I have told the truth about this angel? And he told me if I'd get the people to believe me and be sincere when I prayed, nothing would stand before the prayer. You believe it. Come here and let me pray for you. Our Heavenly Father, seemingly while speaking to the woman, her faith moved way up. And knowing that this ulcerated liver here will cause great trouble quickly if something isn't done. And Father, I pray that you will heal her. Grant it, Lord. I lay my hands upon her in commemoration of your word. The last words that uttered from your lips as you were going up, you said they shall lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. I believe you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask for her healing. Amen. What do you think, sister? You're going to be well? Yes, right now. You are, sister. God bless you. Go. You've been worried about your eyes too, haven't you? It's been bad. Yes, uh-huh. weak, weak eyes. Go take them off and just go on and forget about it and be a heal. Now, the Lord is sure to heal anybody. Now, let's see. What was her prayer card number? Three. Let's try another one. A little. Let's try seven. Who's got number seven? This a, 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 a card number seven. If seven isn't here, let's try twenty-five. Here, here's, wait a minute, right here, number, that little boy started up, was his number 25? Well, bless his little heart, bring him anyhow. God bless his little heart. Oh, isn't that lovely? A little lad. All right, let me have the, this man first. How do you do, sir? No, I just want to speak to this man just a moment. Uh, sir, I want you to come this way and believe with all your heart. 
I want to ask you a question sincerely. Um, we are strangers. I, I do not know you, and I don't know whether you've ever seen me before or not. I, I'm just talking now before this anointing comes. Therefore, if there's anything known about you, it'll have to come supernaturally, won't it, sir? Uh, you just saw this audience of around nearly 3,000 people, I guess. You saw it. I'm trying to get before the audience, not myself, dear brother. I'm trying to get the Lord Jesus before the people. And he sent this angel to vindicate that I'm his servant. And he sent me to, to prophesy in his name and to say things. And he gave these signs of vindication. You believe that, do you, sir? With all your heart. I feel now just your welcome spirit that you are a believer. Now, I want you to come just a little closer to me. I, I am not trying to, to, to read your mind, sir, at all. You don't believe that, do you? No, because that would just be something that you had on your mind. I pray that God will go back and do something that's not even on your mind so you'll know, you see. Now, there's something wrong with you, no doubt, or you wouldn't have gotten that prayer card. And, and then you, you've come up here to, to be prayed for. And you've confessed your faith by believing that He will heal you. Now, what I'm trying to do now is just speak to you to contact your human spirit. That it'll, Your faith, you see, your faith operates this gift. You see, Your faith brings it down on me. And then when it does, it starts. See, Jesus could do nothing except the people believed Him. Is that right? You ha- yeah. See, you believe in God. You believe in the Son, believe in the Holy Ghost. That's the Trinity. We believe in that. But then, in order for this to operate, you must believe me, not as them, but they sent me here for this. You understand? Yes, sir. You understand. My dear brother, uh, I, you can tell now that something's taking place, can't you? I feel it. Yes, sir. Now, you have, you've been a sufferer of TB. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You say you've got you've got a desire of some. Yeah, you're a minister, aren't you? Isn't that right? Yes, I. And aren't you planning a trip on going somewhere? Maybe a, Isn't that right? Across the sea, you're going to missionary. Going abroad next week. God bless you. I see that that's so close there. My brother, go in peace. The Lord Jesus has made you well. God bless you. Let us say praise the Lord. Do you believe him now with all your heart? Now the man's healed. I've seen him getting ready, making himself ready, and I've seen trees blowing in another nation, and I couldn't help from saying it just spoke right out to me. Now, now you all are aware there's a supernatural being here, is that right? It's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. These things that I do shall you also. Is that the same way that, how about that man getting himself ready, going somewhere, and something's going to take place and so forth. I don't remember just what it was, but anyhow, what I told him, isn't that just like when Philip come to see the master? Well, then the master's spirit, he said a little while, and the world will see me no more. Now, the world would come in here and say, mental telepathy. But yet, you shall see me, 
For I'll be with you, even in you, to the end of the age. Amen. Now you believe, don't you, with all your heart. All right, is that enough to prove it to you that the Lord Jesus... What? All right, we'll start the prayer line. If you, if you wish to or you want to call some more out of the audience, I don't like to get too far in this. Oh, excuse me. All right, honey, come here. I'm sorry, honey. I'm awfully sorry. What a fine little lad. Now, just a moment. Now, little lad, I want you to come here just so you just lean up against me like this. I want you to put your arm around me. I think you're a fine little boy. Now, so that the people can hear you, I just look this other way so I'll not be looking at your eyes, you see. So it's just, I say for the people to look at me, but I want you to hold on to me. Now, in here, now a long time ago, there was a wonderful person here on earth, and his name was Jesus of Nazareth, and he was the Son of God. you believe that? Yes, I you, do. You do. And he, and he came down on the earth, and one day the, the disciples were, they were by him. They, they put the people away because the people were thronging up on him, and they'd touch him, and virtue would go out, and he'd get weak, and so forth. And so they had to keep the people away from him. But some little boys, about like you, come up one day, and little girls, and he's, they, the disciples started to put them back. He said, suffer little children to come to me. Forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Now, if Jesus was here tonight, he'd take a hold of you and you'd sit on his lap or something. Wouldn't you like to do that? Yes. Or I would too. Now, if, now, you believe that Jesus of Nazareth sent Brother Branham uh, down here to do his work? Yes, I do. You believe that. Bless his heart. That little faith pulls it right down. There it is. This little lad is suffering from a nervous trouble. Isn't that right, sonny boy? Yes. That's right. You can't sleep at nights, can you, honey? No. That's right. Honey boy, you've had a great desire in your heart. You wanted to be a minister. Isn't that right? Yes. That's right. God bless you, my sonny boy. Our Heavenly Father, I bless this little boy in your name. And may he be healed, and may he go home tonight and sleep just as sound. May the nervousness all leave the little lad, and may you give him the desire of his heart to become your servant, and may he grow in strength and favor before God, and man may make a great minister of the gospel, Father, if you tarry that long. I bless him now for his healing in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, in whom he loves. Amen. My little boy, the nervousness is going from you. You're going to be a normal, well little boy. God bless you, honey boy. God bless you, honey boy. Oh, my. Isn't Jesus wonderful? He certainly is wonderful. Now, do you want to call some other carter? Let's call all of them and just take them through. You don't need to do that either. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. My, isn't that wonderful? Eighty-eight and about six there talking to each other. <laughs> Both of them healed by seeing a vision of the Lord. Mother, what was said to the little boy 
It said, praise the Lord. Is that the truth? Was that the truth, whatever it was? Father, is that right? If it is, raise your hand so the people can see it. That's truth for the parents says it's true. Hasn't the little boy longed to be a minister, talked about it? I could hear him as he said, I want to be a preacher. See, I heard his little voice out. And I know it's true when I've seen the vision of him, seen his nervousness, restless at night, turning, get up and so forth. Isn't that right? Makes him weak in his kidneys and everything. That, isn't that right? Now, he's going to get all right. He'll be over that and he's going to be all right. I don't fear. The Lord who knows what is, knows what was, and knows what will be. Is that right? And by the same voice speaking what was, that you know what is now, which you know is present tense, he knows what will be. Have faith in God and believe him. How many believe him now with all your heart? There couldn't be a solitary person come to this platform without being told. I don't say they'd be healed, but it could be told just. And longer you talk, more it is. All right, call your prayer line together. Get everybody together now. And, and we're all from prayer line number one, come on up to 50. While we all stand and saying, only believe, all things are possible, only believe. Everyone now, while the rest of you line up, get yourselves over here in order. Prayer card Y, 1, 2, Y, 50. All right. Let's sing now. Give us a card, if you will, brother. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. Father, oh, we didn't mean to take so much of your people's time. Tomorrow they have to work. But, oh, Father, it just looks like I can't get away from that. It just seems to grip and pull at me. I look up the clock and see it getting a long time that we should be to be dismissed. Lord, there's, these people here have been given a prayer card. They are supposed to be prayed for. And we pray, God, that you'll bless them, and not only them, but everyone's in the building. May great signs and wonders be done tonight. Grant it, Father, in the name of thy Son, Jesus. Amen. Why? One to fifty. Prayer card, why? One to fifty. And be lined up, and now the rest of you may be seated, if you will. Now to the strangers in our gates, we, we love you and we want you to be just as reverent everyone as you can for a few moments. There's people down there who's got cancer and all kinds of diseases. Now I'm going to ask prayer for them and lay hands on them while you join with me in prayer. Will you do it out there in the audience? Will you promise? Just think, when you used to go at the picture show and it was 9.30, you never noticed that, did you? You'd stay and see the other show. When you went to the dance, you danced all night. 
What about now? The Lord's work. Now all you cripples move up, or they'll get you up here. I see they're getting them up so that we can have prayer for them. Last night I come down among them and several of them got up and walked and I think there isn't about one left in the building tonight. One lady that I seen, and she's here somewhere, I seen her a while ago, that was here last night. One lady, out of the whole group of yesterday, that wasn't healed as far as I know. Some of them sitting there crippled up with arthritis and everything, rolls right up a woman on a stretcher, bound tight, rolls right up and walked out of the building normally. How marvelous God is. Isn't he wonderful? Now, he'll do the same thing tonight. Now, everyone be reverent, and we'll pray now. And you... Now, we're going to try... Now, Brother Hall, I'm going to make a promise to this people here. How many of you will do this if you'll be real reverent, be seated and be reverent, and let Brother Hall watch the clock for the next five minutes? And after five minutes passes... Then let Ty can kind of get away from this heavy anointing because it'll go to call in the diseases of the people, I'm afraid. And if it does, then we'll just start the people, just let them come right on through the line and pray for them, lay hands on them, believe they'll get well. Do you believe it'll happen if we come through the line? You out there in the line, do you believe it? And I remember, tomorrow night, the Lord willing, we want at least a hundred people prayed for tomorrow night. Would you like that? Say amen, a hundred people. Let's come real early and get the people right through and pray for them. All right. Now, I know the anointing's still burning down. Brother Hall, I want to ask you a question I've never asked before. Can you tell when that's near, like that, on that anointing when yes. you're standing here? You, you yes, tell. I just wondered after being there. I noticed the patience coming. Yeah. I always knows that. Always be. I remember one night Brother Hall was suffering himself, and I was trying to show something. And I found Brother Hall with a, with a disease on his, of his liver. And he said it had been something wrong with him. He just told me that it was all sluggish and everything. He had uh, abscesses on his liver. It's all right now. Amen. I'm 29 now. (laughs) All right. Come ahead, brother. All right, sir. You come here now and get your... The people together. Now, everyone in prayer. And right after about five or eight minutes from now, I want Brother Hall just to get the line started so he'll bring the people out on through because we won't get them prayed for. And, we're, and you pray for us out there. Will you do it now? All of you go be in silent prayer as they come through. Now come here, brother. Do you believe with all your heart? Believe that God is here? Now I want you to look this way just quickly. Lord, I can just find one. Of course, there's something wrong with your eye. That's in your, there's more than that. You have heart trouble too, don't you? That's right. Go ahead. God bless you. You're going to get well and be well. God bless you. Right, let's say praise the Lord, everybody. All right. Bring the lady right away. Now, sister, come quickly. I see you have something wrong with your eyes too, don't you? Of course, that'd be one thing you'd want to be prayed for. Isn't that right? That's right. But besides that, you have a tumor. Is that right? That's right. Go. God bless you and be made well. Let's say praise the Lord, everybody. Just this, everybody just praise the Lord. Now be happy. And, all right, bring your... Are you the lady that's to be prayed for? What do you think about this, sister dear? You believe it is the spirit that was on Jesus Christ? Now we're strangers, aren't we? You just come up here and that's just... You just come up. Now if there's... You know, there'd have to have some way of knowing there's something wrong with you. Is that right? If I will tell you, will you accept your healing in Jesus Christ? His arthritis, is that right? That's right. Go off the platform and get out Let's say praise the Lord, everybody. Come ahead, bring the lady. How do you do, sister? You're wearing glasses, I see. 
You're very thin. You look delicate. And you'd like to be well. It looks like, of course, one thing would be your eyes are bad. We know that. Anyone can see that. But I want to see if there's something else that the Holy Spirit will reveal to me. Yes, it's in your blood, your anemia. Is that right? Go off the platform and get well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, praise the Lord, everybody. All right. Come ahead, sister. Come here. Believe with all your heart. Do you believe? Do you believe that Jesus Christ sent me? Oh, isn't he wonderful? I see you wear glasses, too. Of course, that's caused from astigmatism in your eyes. Been there for a long, long, long time. Isn't that right? When he's a child. Now, I want you to watch something. But besides that, you're suffering with heart trouble. Is that right? Go get well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. All right, sister, you had heart trouble, too, when you come up there, but it's done gone from you. So you can go on off the platform and be made well with all. Say, praise the Lord. If I could just get the people. All right. Come now. Believe with all your heart. You believe, honey? You want to be well? Them eyes is bad too, aren't they, sweetheart? In the name of the Lord Jesus, I bless thee, honey, that this will lead thee and never bother thee no more. Amen. God bless you, honey. Take them all. Amen. Let's say praise the Lord. Oh, how marvelous. How marvelous. All right, come forward, sister. Do you believe with all your heart? We're strangers, aren't we? You just come in here. There's something wrong with you. Is that right? I'll tell you what it is, sister. It's just the time of your life. You're nervous, isn't that right? Real, real nervous. You're bothered with that. It's just the premature menopause of working on you. There's really not. You think there's lots wrong with you, but it's not. It's that's the main thing. You believe me as God's prophet. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bless you, my sister. Be happy and Let's say praise the Lord, everybody. All right. Come, sister. Amen. How do you do, sister? All right. You're awfully nervous, aren't you? Yes. And uh, you're suffering with sugar diabetes. Go off of the platform and get well in the name Amen. of our Lord Jesus. Let us say praise the Lord, everybody. All right. Come here, sister. Do you believe with all your heart? You believe Jesus Christ is sure to make you well? Yes. Would you accept it if I told you... If God can reveal to me what's wrong with you besides your eyes, I don't mention that because you're wearing glasses and you know it, I know that. But I tell you, sister, weaving between you and I are something moving like a heavy vibration, dark, death-like, settling around over you. It's a cancer. Isn't that right? Go off the platform, accept your healing, you get well. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's say praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. All right. After this lady, then, we'll start the line. Come here, sister. I want you to look this way and believe with all your heart. Do you believe with all your heart? <clears throat> Don't cry, mother. The presence of the Lord Jesus Christ is here. I know it's here. My own lips are so thick and feel so anointed. There's something here. Now, if I can just get quiet just for a moment till the vision moves without touching you, I could take you by the hand. In a moment, he would speak, but I mean just by vision. Here, lay your hand on, on mine. Look this away. You're suffering with stomach trouble. Isn't that right? Go home and eat what you want to. Jesus Christ will make you well. Let's say praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's just run through. Well, friends, there's no need of him doing this any longer. You believe, don't you? Every one of you. Let's come through, take him by the hand and believe God. He'll heal every one of you. Now, Sister Beach, you're set there suffering with TB. You can get up and go on home and get well. God bless you, Sister. Amen. 
Or let Others. the people open up the line. Then. All right. Come on. Bring them through. Amen. Now just take him by the hand. I'm going to hold him up. God bless you, my sister, and heal you in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise him, sister. God bless you, my dear sister, to make you well. Praise him, God. God bless you, my sister, to heal you in the name of Jesus God bless you, my sister, to heal you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray. Praise the Lord. God bless you, my sister. I'm believing the Lord's healing now. Amen. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, heal my sister. Amen. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, receive your healing, my sister. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing, my sister. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing, my brother. Stomach trouble's going to be All right. Go, sister. You're bothered, aren't you? Know that you must have healing right at once. It's left you, sister. The cancer is dead, so go praising the Lord. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, heal my sister, I pray thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, heal this woman with this diabetes, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come, sister, believe. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, may my sister be healed. In the name of Jesus Christ, may our sister be healed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, may our sister be healed. God bless you, sister. You believe with all your heart. Your arthritis will leave you, sister, dear. God bless you. All right. You believe with all your hearts. I believe I'm... He, 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 show me sit down. How many wants to be healed just now in the audience? Will you do something for me at this moment? Will you do something for me? Do you believe he's here to heal you? I want to ask you something. How many sick people here raise up your hand? Now, you people that's well, you that's well, lay your hands over on that sick person, will you? You're God's child, the same as any of the rest of us. Lay your hand on one another. Ministers down there, some of you ministers come here and lay hands on these people along here. Let's bow our heads everywhere. Dear Heavenly Father, so much, so many things. I'm getting weak, Lord, you know that, and I, I pray that you'll be merciful to this audience tonight. May they be healed, dear Father. May the power of sickness, the devil, Satan, may they turn this people loose tonight. May every person here be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise Him, friends. Believe God.